Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bursting the Bubble podcast. Promit, Ishis, Andy, Rohit. Ah, change it up. Changing it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, coming back with some NFL Week 12 content. Probably the longest After week. After the longest history. week. My oh, Thursday my to Wednesday. Yeah, that's a straight up week. That's it's an just, actual week of football. <laughs> I had to stare at my whopping 64 fantasy points for way too long before it refreshed to next week. 64.66. You know, we keep a record of like the best scores. I really wish we kept a record of the worst. because that's probably me right the now. Worst. It, yeah. is, it is me right now. Dude, 64? Tyreek Hill did that shit by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the longest week. We'll, we'll start from the beginning, from a time we barely remember on Thanksgiving. Uh, on Thursday, when the Texans played the Lions, the game that got Matt Patricia fired. Finally. About time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Houston destroyed 41-25. to uh, Deshaun Watson's been playing really well since Bill O'Brien left. Yep. Which is very nice. Unsurprising. Yeah. yeah. I think they've been like four and three since he got fired, which is pretty yeah. commendable. It, it yeah. also might be because they played Baltimore, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh their first That's three true. games. Yeah, so. that is tough. Um, but, but you yeah. have when you have a quarterback like Deshaun, you know, you, you expect to be competitive in, in those three games. But yeah. uh, I guess not. Yeah. My question is, like, now that we're seeing all these coaching vacancies open up, you know, the Lions, uh, probably the Jets, uh, probably... Hopefully the Jets. <laughs> Don't yeah. count on it. Hopefully the Don't Jets and, and the Texans, right? Like, which of these are the most, um, you know... Desirable. Desirable location. Because in Houston, you know, you have Deshaun Watson, gener- uh, not generational, but like a really, really good quarterback. Top five right now, probably. But like absolutely nothing else. You don't have Will Fuller, who is now suspended and a free agent. Um, so he'll probably sign somewhere else. And you don't have any money. You don't have any draft picks. And J.J. Watt wants out. So like it's really Deshaun and nothing else versus like the Lions, which are goddamn Lions. Yeah. And the Jets, which is going to be Trevor Lawrence and nothing else. I'd, I'd still <laughs> take the Texans just because quarterback is the most important thing, especially if you're a coach, right? If you have a good quarterback... Then like you can kind of guaranteed six wins, so you yeah, won't get fired. Exactly, yeah. and like yeah, that's how Adam Gay still has a job because of Peyton, right? So, um, it, as long as you have a good quarterback, I think that's what you want for, as a coach. And the Texans are definitely the best in that department. So, so on the other side of the of the coin, we have uh, Matthew Stafford. Do you think he stays with the Lions? Gets traded? What happens? Yeah, I don't think he's the problem. I think he's I know, like the like, one. They're going like, to be rebuilding though. They're going to be mm-hmm. rebuilding, though. and he's, he, So I was seeing a pretty interesting comparison to him and Carson Palmer, both number one overall picks, both pretty much wasted by their franchises, and they had a career renaissance at, like, 32. So Carson Palmer, ignoring his brief stint with the Oakland Raiders, uh, made it to <laughs> playoff contention with the Cardinals a couple of times. You'll remember him from the NFC Championship game against the Panthers and the Hail Mary game against the Packers. Uh, they were good teams, uh, and he changed teams and kind of had a career renaissance at the same age as Matthew Stafford. So there is precedent, pretty similar situations. Um, I look forward to seeing Matthew Stafford on the move. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually could see that now, um, now that you bring up that comparison, because I think Matthew Stafford is still a very, very good quarterback. Um, It's just right now, like he doesn't have any weapons, like his top weapon, Kenny Galladay is out. And who do you throw to Marvin Jones Jr.? That's that's TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawk, he's he's actually been really good. He but is like, really good this year. He he is no Kenny Galladay. Yeah. So I I think like I, I think like 
if you if you do get Galladay back, like this team does have weapons, but I I would rather see Stafford on the move. Um, and, yeah, poor guy, man. He's been like pretty. He's been so good. Like he's been he's Iron Man for quarterbacks. The few quarterbacks where you can be like, okay, give me the ball with two minutes left, and you know I will make something happen. Yep. And, and like you just hate to see a career like that get pretty much wasted for ten years. He came in what two thousand eleven. They had they had Nadamikin caught Calvin Johnson. And a nice young core, but then they completely squandered it. And I hate to see the Texans doing the same thing, too. Yeah, that really feels like that's going to happen. With right? Like, you take J.J. Watt as an Dominican yeah, suit. You take yeah. uh, DeAndre Hopkins as Calvin Johnson. I mean, it's just... Uh, There's nothing left. DeAndre, I hope you know that wasn't an insult, me comparing you to Calvin Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn DK. DK. Right. DK, DK, DK. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, well, you said before Fuller's out for the year, so we'll see if Deshaun can continue. We've never seen him without Hopkins and without Fuller, so yeah, we've seen him without Cooks Fuller plenty of times. But uh, Brandon Cooks and Kiki Kuti. Yeah, oh, I have Brandon Cooks. Just, well, yeah. nice. That's yeah. nice. Nice, nice. You think they trade David Johnson in a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins right now? No doubt. I mean, yeah, I think the problem here is that both these teams are, like, they're not complete, like, shit, right? They're still, they can still pull out wins. And, their like, quarterbacks refuse to allow them. Yeah, exactly. They've so, got like, excellent floors with their quarterbacks. Yeah. So their owner, like, wouldn't, like, the owners, you have to basically, in order to say that you want to get rid of Stafford or, you know, like, rebuild, you have to, like, decide to just give up and, you know, restart everything. But they have talent where they can say, well, they, they can't just like. Give no, up I mean it. another way that that could happen is when they're doing their coaching hire search, right? They could like, let's say, I don't know, maybe Robert Sala comes in. He's been linked to the the lines for some time, and like maybe he says to the owner, "Hey, I'll only take this job, you know, if you allow me to rebuild this team in my own image, which means drafting my own quarterback with the top ten pick, right?" And that's that's a way that you could totally see an incumbent quarterback getting ousted. Incumbent, wow. Yeah. Wow. Politics now, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a good point though. Um, do you really think Robert Sala would go to the Lions though? I mean, he's from he's number one. He's from Detroit. Number two, uh, he's gonna get a head coaching job because he's balling. I'm surprised it didn't happen this offseason, honestly. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski was the one that basically took his Browns job, and uh, he's doing a really really good job. So you know you can't hate there. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. there weren't that many vacancies last year. I would I would say right. Mm-hmm. How many how many first year coaches are there? It's true. Yeah, I actually can't think of any. Other than Kevin, yeah. Oh, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good transition. Let's talk about Mike McCarthy then. Uh, Cowboys <laughs> are like back to being bad. Um, they had one nice week in La La Land, and now they're back. <laughs> uh, got beat by Washington also on Thanksgiving, forty-one to sixteen. It's like a tradition for the Cowboys to get beaten on Thanksgiving. I mean, they play on Thanksgiving, and they're not. Same with the Lions. <laughs> no, but but they get pounded on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. that's that's facts. That's facts. Um, Except for that one time against the Eagles, where mine yes, Amari, but Amari that's, Cooper. That's about the only time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean the the Cowboys actually got even more hurt in this game. Um, they lost Zach Martin again, and then they got, lost another offensive lineman. And that's been like the reason why they collapsed. Really, uh, the huge reason why they collapsed after Dak went down, and then everything just fell apart. So it's only yeah, when you have a worse. mobile quarterback like Dak, who's also you know very very good. Um, it'll mask all of these deficiencies, and their offense was still you know good. But um, 
if you can't handle the Washington football team, especially on defense, like Antonio yeah, Gibson, yeah. much to my much to my happiness, got thirty four fantasy points, three touchdowns in garbage time. So, I mean, they they weren't even trying. Advised. Yeah, so they weren't <laughs> even trying. Um, but I do I do want to say that the player of the game was probably Terry McLaurin. Uh, in the third in the third quarter, it was uh, twenty to thirteen. Washington was up, and Alex Smith throws a patented horrible pass. Uh, and it gets immediately picked off by Jalen Smith, who's very fast, and uh, he's taking it back to the house. It will be a tie game if he makes it, but uh, Terry McLaurin pulls his best Julio slash DK impression and uh, chases him down, saves a touchdown. They kick a field goal, next couple drives, Antonio Gibson gets like three straight touchdowns, game's over. So I'm, I'm so glad that Terry was like named a captain on this team. Yeah, I saw that on it's like they know, they're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's so good, you can dude. see it in just just the way he plays, right? He's such a he's such a great player on the field, and like I'm sure that translates to off field, like just being a great leader, even yeah. for like just just being a second year receiver. Like um, his talent is being wasted on on the Washington football team. Last year's well, wide receiver draft, man. We say it every week. It was but like, really good. This was probably one of the best weeks for it. Like we'll yeah. go over it later, but like McLaurin, Debo, AJ, and DK. And they all have sick yeah. names. And Nikhil. Uh, 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 <laughs> he, he caught it. I think he got two passes. That's a win in my book. Hunter Renfro? <laughs> hey, I saw he had like a sick spin move against someone. Uh, I don't know if you guys had turned it off and started crying yet. But uh, <laughs> anyways, right, we'll, 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 we'll get into there. Yeah, Let's we'll go. get there. We'll get there. Let's talk about Nikhil. I was wrong. He, got, he, he did well against Houston. He actually... <laughs> Cardinals. He had yeah he he did well against Houston uh, the week before this one. Oh, okay. Uh, this game against the Cardinals, which the Patriots won by the way. Uh, Nikhil Harry had two targets for no catches and one rush for negative two yards. That's the boy. That's the boy. That's the first round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pat's won this game, one of the uglier games of the year, but a lot of these games are seeming to be quite ugly. Um, I mean that's I hate fine. Cam Newton take a dub. And the Cardinals Cam are Newton was part too, of the so. reason why. It's true. Cam Newton played pretty badly. He played very badly. Um, he <laughs> I had... feel like you could say that every week for him at this point. Well, he did. He okay. Yeah. He was he was playing a better the last like three games. Sure, um, sure. His first but, pass was picked, man. Come but on. This, this game was ugly. Yeah, he had eighty four yards and two picks. Um, but I mean, I'm just glad that James White is still on this team because like, J- whenever you need something, man. You just give it to James White and he'll do it. Like he's such a, such a man. He got two touchdowns. He got like the only two touchdowns in this game. And then uh, the rest of the points came from the the real big dick Nick dude, Nick Folk. That's the boy saving saving the season twice now. Once against the Jets, once against the Cardinals. This um, team doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but um, it makes no sense. Dude. I don't that, even know that can I be was, attributed. They have no identity as a player, right? They have an identity as far as the team, but like. Who's their identity on offense? You just said maybe James White. And James well, this White's game like, it was James White, but it's normally not. Normally it's like the run game somehow. Whoever's running the ball, whether that's yeah. Burkhead, which is no longer the case. Damian Harris out, But it's Damian Harris, yeah. yeah. Do you want them to bring back Cam next year? I mean, I would hope they would draft a quarterback. Sure, they'll probably draft someone, but yeah. like, you, know, you gotta mean, have Cam or like Brian Hoyer. Cam? I don't want Brian Hoyer. I mean, dude. Cam's not really the future of this. No, he's not like. the future at all. But, but like, like the thing it's is, stop gap, you know, like for the, unless for the quarterback is super, you know, as mobile or as physically gifted as Cam, which is totally possible. I'm not really sure about the quarterbacks in the class. Do you really want, you know, 
the offense to be kind of catered towards Cam and then having a rookie coming in and learning that or like as default quarterback in Madden as it gets with Brian Hoyer. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Cam is not really I don't you don't really need to cater for him. I understand I mean, they have like, power running all over the playbook. Yeah, power running, that's that's true. But I think power running is helpful even for a rookie quarterback, right? Take the load off of him, put it on the running backs instead of the instead and of And I feel like I feel like that's always been a staple of the Belichick offense, right? Um and like like well, yes, like the the like uh, short white guys like on third down, just just the scrappers might not be the best fit for um Cam Newton, but at least like uh, the run game is like for the most part has been pretty like working pretty well right and i don't see that like going away even even when you have cam just I mean, wanted it's... to shout out sorry the just wanted to shout out the shortest whitest guy gunner gunner olszewski dude who, <laughs> what a name <laughs> who got robbed of his punt return touchdown by that a stupid a, call that was such a shame but uh good job gunner we see yeah. you yeah keep it I up recognize buddy. gunner man that's my boy uh i mean the run game has never been like a super strength for the pats really like historically it's been like it's been decent but it's never been like a focal point super strength like it is now so it's also probably been helped by the threat of brady yeah so like we'd rather you run the ball than pass the ball so then the belgic was like we should probably make that a strength of ours as well yeah uh but yeah i mean defense played well kyler actually didn't even score a touchdown this game um so that breaks his streak of playing really really well I thought it might have had something to do with that shoulder injury that he suffered against yeah, the uh, yeah. Seahawks. Yeah, it seemed like he was avoiding contact a lot more this game than usual. Which, like, even though he says it's not bothering him, um, like, I, it I has think, to like, bother clearly, him a little bit. Right? It's a throwing yeah, shoulder. It's a throwing exactly shoulder, right? right. Yeah, like he was like trying, like whenever you know he was taking sacks and stuff, he like purposely made sure to you know avoid contact with the shoulder. So um, I, I think that's playing a huge part into his performance. Yeah. Uh, Ichis is probably happy here because Hopkins got shut down again by Gilmore. I wouldn't say shut down, but he had a pedestrian game. Yeah, terrible performance. Terrible. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ho- Gilmore has been like shutting down uh, Hopkins for like the last four times I think they played. Uh, it's been like 55 yards, 50 yards, that kind of deal. So that's nice. All right. Uh, I think the big story here in terms of like yeah the pats now also are back in the hunt baby back with the playoff chances but imagine uh, man imagine yeah, if the pats make the playoffs as just starting what, do i feel two like five? Yeah. do i feel like this happens every other week like they they have some like terrible loss and then we're like oh it's over it's yeah they beat another the team next... the next week and then promise all back it's like oh it's yeah back, dude, baby. <laughs> who, did they, who did they lose to last week uh, uh houston last week was houston <laughs> oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly oh, a week after beating the Ravens, mind you. Beat the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens aren't some... Uh, <laughs> no world That's beaters. true. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah. I think the biggest story here is the Cardinals are, like, falling behind in the NFC West now. It's um, fantastic news. Yeah, it's good. Good for Rohit. Like, for literally, Rohit I woke up this morning, and I was talking to my dad, or Sunday morning, and I was like, yeah, Niners have absolutely zero chance of making the playoffs. And then everything happened how it needed to happen, and now the Niners are back in it. So... Thank you, Cardinals. Thank you, Nick Folk. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Yes, we all thank Nick Folk here. He's he's made like 19 straight field goals this season. That's my kicker. Uh, all right, let's talk about another close game that also came down to a kick that a guy couldn't make, though. It's a shame. Panthers and Vikings, 28-27, uh, to 27, Minnesota. So uh, trying to rebound after losing the 
uh, Dallas last week. Uh, good game, though. Very close. I just really like the ending. Um, basically, the Panthers had the ball at the Vikings 10, up three, with like two minutes left, first down, and they somehow squandered that situation. And on the, on the wraparound, the Vikings come down and score their game-winning touchdown with uh, Chad Beebe, who muffed the punt that basically gave the, the Panthers the ball at the 10 in the first place. So they, there was a little bit of karmic retribution there. And then still the Panthers had time to come down and make a field goal. But uh, Joey Sly couldn't come through. Couldn't come through with the 54-yarder. It was kind of a week one by Joey's game-winning standards. He's attempted a 67-yarder and a 64-yarder to win games. Obviously missed both. Uh, but, but he, he was like mad close for those. He was mad close for those, yeah. bro. What's this? Yeah. This and was like a shank. Was just way off. Yeah, yeah, he shanked this one. Kind of sad. Um, but I mean, yeah. So the Vikings are what? Five and what six. Five and six. They had a fantastic November if you ignore the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, they straight <laughs> they called it one November. They like straight said we're gonna like come back and they straight won those games. Pretty impressive. Yeah. November cousins, Kirk Cousins, baby. <laughs> Kirk cousins. <laughs> He's actually been playing really, really well this past uh, this past month. I month, think. yeah, it's true. Yeah. He has uh, what is this? Eleven touchdowns and one interception in the past four games. Yeah, actually, that that could be due to the fact that you know, Dalvin Cook kind of went off at the beginning of the month. <laughs> yeah, uh, which probably <laughs> true, helped him. But like, still, like you can't you can't discredit this performance after. Um, you know, after having a really, really rough start to the season, um, playing some really strong teams. I think Kirk's kind of in that same role as Baker right now. I mean, mm-hmm. exactly. They had the same co- uh, head um, offensive coordinators like as well, like last year. But it's like running, like playing off that run game, and then getting more time with the play actions to you know be comfortable and make easy throws. Mm. That's a good comparison. Justin Jefferson's been balling out too. Like Thielen was out for COVID this game, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jefferson came through with a huge game. So, like, he's he's been Offensive such a good year right now. Uh, no, so Herbert. If you're talking nah, still, Herbert. still Herbert, still Herbert. It's a sick. It's a sick season. You don't usually see rookie wide receivers do this. There's no way Herbert's losing that. But if we but Herbert, Herbert, yeah, you you also don't see rookie quarterbacks doing this, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Two really really outstanding seasons for yeah. sure. But if, if if Herbert wasn't like if Justin Jefferson was a rookie last year, you think he would have won it over Kyler? Yeah, because Kyler didn't do shit last yeah, year. Yeah, Kyler was kind of bad. Like yeah, last year, like last yeah, last year, year, offensive rookie was like kind of bad. It was like between him and Josh Jacobs. Jacobs and yeah. Both weren't spectacular, at least not to the level. Justin Jefferson, no, honestly, Justin I think Herbert. Both of them were kind of underrated because Elvern expected them to do well because they were picked so high so that people didn't realize that they actually had a good season. Like, I mean, I don't know about... It's nothing compared not to really, this season, though. Not really. Yeah, yeah Kyler, Kyler took w- a huge leap. But, no, no, no like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, look at Kyler last year versus Herbert this year. Right, right, right. I think Herbert, Herbert definitely has a better season this year. But I didn't think he played bad at all. For but rookie you- season, it was pretty exceptional. Okay, but do you think that if Justin Jefferson was a rookie last year, he would have won over Kyler? Uh, I, I think Justin so. Jefferson's having an exceptional rookie season as a wide receiver. Uh, I don't know. I think the only thing that Kyler has would be that he plays the quarterback. Quarterback, position. right? Yeah, but it's not like the Cardinals did well last year. So yeah, they, they did were... pretty for what they had. I mean, the, again, there was no Hopkins, there was no Kenyon Drake for most of the season. They were playing half with like season. an injured for half yeah. the season. They're playing with injured David Johnson. I mean. Oh, David Johnson was injured <laughs> as opposed to his default state healthy <laughs> as opposed to his limping on the field. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's coming back this week, all right? 
I think he's being activated off the IR. So that concussion three weeks is finally up. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. All right. Uh, let's move on to the Titans and the Colts. Uh, Titans got some revenge on this one after losing to the Colts in their previous matchup. Came back with a very uh, commanding victory, 45-26. to 26. Some, some heavyweight blows. Yeah, for real. Uh, for the Titans today. It was 14-14, to 14, right? At like two minutes before half, it was fourteen to fourteen. Yeah, something like that. And then they just pulled and away. Derrick Henry happened. Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, just what a what a combo, dude! What a duo of men on your yeah. team. That was, that's that is an intimidating. That's an identity right there, man. Like yeah. smash mouth football, grit and grind. Grit and grind. That's straight up Memphis, dude. It is Memphis, it, right? yeah. But it it doesn't like it, that's how it is with with Henry, but like. AJ Brown seems like he should do that too, but he's just like he's not. And and I'll give you guys the argument. Um, we you know we had a little argument of a little spat over AJ Brown versus DK <laughs> Metcalf. <laughs> okay. Last yeah, week, um, I I don't think DK Metcalf can do what uh what uh the two touchdowns that AJ Brown um had actually maybe the punt the return, onside maybe. kick return the onside kick return yeah DK <laughs> yeah, can yeah. do that that was straight line speed yeah dude yeah, he yeah. ran a straight line like, yeah. yeah no no so the, but the first one where he just like just ran like glided past everyone i i i don't see dk doing that yeah i mean we kind of discussed this i mean dk is fast and he's very athletic but the way his body doesn't move in a smooth motion like he takes big steps center of gravity as well right yeah so it's a lot like yeah he can get from one place to another if he's going in a straight line but if he has to change directions very quickly his body doesn't move as quick as aj browns does I just want to point out that like Derrick Henry's success is like inversely proportional to DeForest Buckner's presence on the field. DeForest Buckner and another Colts D lineman, Demico Autry, uh, were out because of COVID, and uh, Derrick Henry predictably feasted on what's normally you know like a very very good Colts front seven. They shut down you know the pa- the Packers. Yeah, so. yeah. No, they're like the one of the best in the league. Yeah. So it's a yeah, shame. Yeah. They got they got trampled, dude. They'll be fine, yeah. Twenty-seven rushes, one seventy-eight yards, and three touchdowns. Man, Derrick Henry is gonna stomp out the rest of the season. I'm looking at Dude, his. Have schedule. you seen the rest of his schedule? Oh, oh my, my goodness! God. He's playing Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, and Houston. Those are like four Boy. of the worst run. And Jacksonville, just mark him down for a ninety-nine yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Who's he playing? Is he playing Ishes? Ishes, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, he's playing Cleveland when um, he's playing. Yeah, Jacksonville's oh, really? week 14. So whoever plays, just post, Thanks- post yeah. Thanksgiving, Derrick Henry just just keeps feasting. Everyone, yeah. everyone's losing. Everyone's full. Step because, everyone's full. Yeah. He's yeah. got more. But Derek already has already. Yeah. Zeke has, has been has fed. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke's been full since the start of the season. <laughs> Goddamn Zeke. Oh man. But yeah, the, the the way that they were able to just run over this Colts defense, which was like supposedly top in the league, and they have been playing really well, very impressive. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see what continues throughout. I mean, it seems like it's a three way race between them, the Steelers, and the Chiefs. I mean, obviously the Chiefs look like a step ahead, but I really mm-hmm. feel like each one of those teams could take a game off the other. The Titans, yeah, like the Titans, the Steelers, and the Chiefs. I feel like all of them. They, they, they're all comparable. They all have very, very good teams up and down. Mm-hmm. So the top of the AFC is, like, in my opinion, much, much better than the top of the NFC. Yeah, see, I think they both, both, all three of those teams are pretty good on paper and even in real life. But I don't know what I'm going to get from Tannehill in the playoffs this year. 
Yeah, yeah some kind of I, I, I agree with that. He's been like really inconsistent the past couple uh past couple of weeks. Yeah, I know he, he just... played pretty well this week. Um, but that also could be due to DeForest Buckner not being there, right? I think I think we talked about that. Mm-hmm. So uh I, I still think the Steelers and the Chiefs are definitely a cut above the Titans just because like you know you know what Derrick Henry's gonna you do. You neglect but... that playoff football is held in January, which is <laughs> Much, much later and allows Derrick Henry, Derrick to, Henry to feast, bro. Feast, feast, feast. I can't wait. Nah. I, I can't wait to see Derrick Henry versus that Steelers defense. Yeah. Just the collision of men. That's going to be, it's going to be, a, it's going to be like in the dark night when the, when the field splits open, you know, and <laughs> that's literally, yeah. yeah, and that was literally a shot in Pittsburgh too. Yeah. That's good. Uh, but yeah, I agree with that point about Tannehill. Like he hasn't even been that consistent during this season, so we'll have to see how he can hold up in the. I mean, his job is like the easiest out of all of them, out of all those quarterbacks. I mean, Derrick Henry opens up so much for you, and then AJ Brown just gets the ball in his hands. His job is comparable to Ben Roethlisberger's job. I mean, Ben runs that. I mean, his run game isn't. No, I don't. I don't think good. so. Yeah, because Ben. Uh, no, look at his defense though. Like if we're if we're looking at job wise, like Pig Ben sucked ass today. He threw the ball fifty one times. Uh, yeah, like, no, but I'm just talking about how the offense is in general. I mean, okay, so yeah, I would okay. So if you're going just based off of offense, sure, Big Ben. But like as far as your team, I feel like they both have the equal pecking order as far as strengths of their teams. It's mm-hmm. true because mm-hmm. the Titans' defense has also been horrible this year. Like they've mm-hmm. been giving up points to everybody. So hemorrhaging points. Yeah, it makes for good football though. So can't complain. Uh, the Raiders have also made for good football in most games. No, no. this was not, this was one, not of one of them. <laughs> My God, forty. Uh, yeah, the Raiders. The Raiders are inconsistent. The Falcons are all sudden. All are suddenly good now. Okay, let's move on. I can't believe this happened without Julio, dude. He said, "Move on." <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe it. I can't. I can't believe it. I, I turned on the TV. I was like, <laughs> "Of course, of course." Hey, but quick shout out to Young Way Koo. He's been uh, he averages more fantasy points th- in the past month than like DK Alvin Metcalf. Kamara. Yeah, and Alvin Kamara <laughs> and Tyler Lockett and oh wait, Andy's entire team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, see you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Andy. I got sixty-four, yeah, man. Yeah. We're both shit. That's rough, yeah. man. We don't have to take take his actual team down with the fantasy team too. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, poor guy. Yeah. But I think the main problem here was just Derek. I mean, he got hit so many times. He like had like three fumbles in the game. Like the Falcons' defense isn't good. What happened? I honestly don't. Know. I think they're missing um, players on the O line at least. I think I definitely saw some new faces that you know shouldn't be there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was <laughs> definitely you? an issue. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, that's cold, dude. That's cold. Oh no, a fifty-seven playing left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it's traps. Uh, but yeah, hopefully yeah. they bounce back next week against the Jets. But I mean, yeah, man, definitely if they, if they don't bounce um, back against the Jets, dude, I don't know. <laughs> All I'm saying is the last time they played the Jets, it didn't uh, didn't go so well to the tune of 34 to three Jets. Oh so, my god, that was last year. You remember that? Yeah, oh. I unfortunately <laughs> do remember that. Yeah, oh, that, that... We, had, we had very high playoff hopes and uh, exactly the same. Yeah, we lost to the Jets. Yeah. The Raiders always do this shit. All right, all right. Anyway, let's let's go talk about your diners. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's, go, uh, let's go happy here. I uh, mean, I've been happy. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah it's good stuff. Really good needed stuff. this win. Um, 
Like you I just said, lost to Nick freaking Mullins. You just yeah, um, <laughs> I can't believe it. He actually, you know, he played he played pretty bad for the entire game. Like he has this entire season, but he really really stepped up on the last two drives. Um, but uh, obviously, offensively, this entire game ran through Debo. It was nice to have Debo and Raheem Mostert, some offensive weapons on the field at the same time. Like the couple games that the Niners have had their offensive weapons together, like Debo, Kittle, Mostert. We've just stomped the, the Rams and the Patriots and like ever and the Rams twice now. So like as we get healthier and healthier, we get Brandon Ayuk back. Uh this offense is gonna start gelling at the right time. Gelling. <laughs> We're coming for that seven seed or maybe yeah. eight seed. You gotta you gotta hold out for the for the extension. Yeah. That would be but cool. Our defense is just so good. Uh this Rams uh, offense gave the Bucks defense, you know, which is supposed to be a good defense, some fits last week. But uh, Jared Goff had, had five turnovers, four turnovers, something like that. Um, it was beautiful. A classic Jared Goff game. <laughs> Dude, since when did the Rams' offense become their weakness? Uh, I think since last year. Like, yeah, last year. And but their the problem with last year was their defense wasn't a strength yet. Mm-hmm. So, but like now this year, their defense is definitely yeah. a strength. Jalen Ramsey's definitely come into form, uh, and I mean Aaron Donald's playing as Aaron Donald does. I think their defense definitely is top, but their offense just hasn't been consistent throughout the season in order to do anything. It's hard to do that, even even with the offensive like genius that you have um, with Sean McVay. Like it's really hard to do that when you have Jared Goff, who can't seem to you know make decisions for himself. Um, like when when it comes to uh, when it comes to playing the Niners, plays. dude. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. Yeah, how do you beat yeah. the Bucks and then lose to like the Niners? No the offense, Niners. like lose to the Niners. The yeah, next I mean, I don't get it either, man. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to eat my words a little bit about Robert Sala. Uh, last season and the season before that, I wasn't the biggest fan. I thought he was just kind of propped up by the talent around him. And it, it was like, we sucked when we had no good players and we were good when we had the best defense. So, but this year, you know, he's been basically playing with scotch tape on the defensive line. And at cornerback, we started Brian Allen. So that tells really? you. Really? Yeah. So, oh, wow. And, and, Jared, and Jared Goff had five turnovers. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Brian Allen. That's the boy. And Richard Sherman was back, which is nice for, you know, communication and stuff. But, like, having – being able to do this – and we're a top 10 defense, and it's clear when we're playing against a team that has an – Sean McVeigh on the other side, even if he's not playing quarterback in Jared Goff's head. But uh, good job, Robert Sala. My bad. <laughs> uh, are the Niners in Arizona now? Like They're, they have moved for the to rest Arizona of the season? for the rest yeah. of the season. Yeah, not they quite as nice, shocking uh, a move as the Tampa. They Bay had Raptors, a nice but... Twitter banter um, on. Yeah, uh, what we, that, don't eat our food and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but then the, the interesting part is we really need the the Cardinals to lose like all of their games, so we gotta send. <laughs> gotta see some, some sabotage, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is sort of a TV show. They're going to like sneak into each other's locker rooms and yeah, start breaking the showers and stuff. I don't know. Put seen? something in their food or something. Put some, you know, t- give them COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy. Just go there. Yeah. Cough a couple times. Speaking of games affected by COVID, yeah. Oh, God. What the? So the Saints and the Broncos game wasn't postponed because there were no positive tests. In the game, like days leading up to it, is that why it didn't? Yeah, so basically, in the Ravens situation, it was kind of like test, test, breakout, breakout, breakout here, breakout there. Both teams kind of suffering, and it wasn't really like they got the virus under control at any point, so they had to postpone it. 
Uh, and as far as the Broncos, it was like, okay, all the quarterbacks are fucked, but like everyone else you know, is fine. Everyone else, yeah. including Hinton, is Hinton. fine. Hinton, <laughs> Hinton. So, yeah. Uh, so I mean, more, they had to play this game, I guess. But <laughs> more <laughs> but importantly, damn. no one was gonna watch it. So like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I I tuned in for a little bit. I wanted to see. Kendall Actually, yeah, more people watch because of Daniel. Yeah. Because of <laughs> yeah. He had a rough day. One one for nine, thirteen yards, and two picks. And I think they set a record, um, or like a low light kind of record in the first quarter. They had uh, the, the, mo- the least completions, uh, pass attempts, and like yard- passing yards or something um, in like a while. I I don't remember the full. Like they, combined, they outpassed, right? they outpassed the Saints zero to negative eight. <laughs> the the team the team with the backup backup practice squad player who's never seen the offense versus a twenty million dollar quarterback. Yeah, I mean, together they completed ten passes, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like together me and Suchin scored two hundred points. Yeah. <laughs> yes, facts. Teamwork, man. Teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, but respect, I guess, for going in there. That's nuts to even put someone in that situation. But uh, I guess you got to do it. So good on you, I guess, as a receiver to come in as quarterback. So now let me talk about the other side's quarterback and how yeah. much I despise him. <laughs> oh my god. Kamara went from a weekly RB1 best uh uh without like top, without like C-Mac. Like literally like top top, top, two, top, top 3 yeah, top 3 uh, right. option every week to now he's like like now I he's Zeke, bro. Now, he's Zeke. I, I, now I don't even know if I want to start him next week. He's like, Zeke, <laughs> uh, before when you had Drew Brees and his new arm, um, Kamara was on pace for 81 targets per season, and we know like Kamara's strong point is has always been like receiving. I don't think he's that great of a runner, but when you give him open field, like he'll he'll get past every single defender. Um, and then now, in the in his past two games, he has one target for zero catches and then one target for negative two yards. That's a catch. Me? That's a catch. a catch. He had a catch. You can't be mad, Andy. He had a catch. I could be very mad from it. <laughs> oh, uh, so, and then you had like Latavius Murray actually had a good game. I think he had two touchdowns, um, yeah. a couple breakaway runs. Didn't he have more but, carries too? He did. Yeah. yeah, he probably did. I mean, I that, think that, that's like a trend that you actually see normally too, though. Mm. Um, they split the carries. But why is Taysen Hill getting more rushing touchdowns now that he's a, like starting quarterback? More it's opportunities. The, it's like the Cam Newton yeah. effect, right? Yeah, because you're the goal line. Oh, because you don't do know. the Cam. Okay, right. Because yeah. you don't know if he's going to throw or not, so you don't play. Like usually, when Drew Brees was there and Taysom exactly. was in, you yep. play the run. And then now that he's in there, you don't know. Now he's just yeah, he's just running both of them in. I think he's had four rushing touchdowns in the last two weeks. Two, yeah, um, two, three. Yeah, so taking a lot of uh, targets <laughs> away. Um, and also, like he's like last. I, I remember last week he actually like was like passing pretty well. Like Michael Thomas had a really good game. For the first time in forever, uh, and then yeah, he just like forgot. Yeah, this was a bad game passed. passing for him, which is surprising considering the Denver secondary is like horrible. So, um, but I mean, I, I yeah, it sucks like fantasy wise, but I mean, they're winning games still. So. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. The Saints are going to yeah. keep winning games because they have Drew Brees a really even good. Schedule. Is Drew Brees even good at this point, <laughs> dude? Honestly, dude, I, the Saints do this shit every year. Like they, every year, they like lock they don't up. Even like, need a, him. They don't need him. They just lock up like a second first seed, and then they've gone you know, thirteen and three back to back years, and then just last to like the Vikings. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, I mean they're playing the Falcons next week, so there might be some divisional. Yeah, uh, they're gonna lose. Yeah, but I mean we'll see. 
Is Drew Brees going to be back for the playoffs if they make, like when they make the postseason? He should. I, think I so. assume. I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you bring him back? Oh, I mean, yes, you bring yeah. him back. Yes. <laughs> Do you bring him back for real? Because like. He's not playing that well, even dude. when he's there. No, they should like say that he's going to start, and then the last second put in Taysom, dude. Exactly. Oh, that would pleasure. ruin people. That's some Sean Payton stuff. That would ruin a team, because they're the exact opposite. You can't game plan for them. Wow. Quarterback by committee, man. I'm telling you, it's the future. <laughs> it's going to happen. And then they got they got Jameis in there, too. They got a three-man rotation. So okay, no, no, no. Okay, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm actually surprised. Like, why? Why didn't they put in Jameis Winston? They're like, paying Jameis what? one million. They're paying Taysom twenty-one. They need to know what they're paying twenty-one million for. Oh, that's wait, twenty-one million. Twenty-one million for for a gadget. For a gadget. No, Sean gadget. Payton believes he's the, like the future of their team. Like, but he's, he's clearly not. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's, he's like a future not. like starting quarterback for this team or whatever. So that's why they paid him. Yeah, which is pretty ridiculous. He's Sean like Payton has so much faith in Taysom Hill, dude. Like I've never That's, seen a coach just ride by a player so hard. In informal terms, he's got a Taysom boner. He does. He does. Uh, but I mean, he's also thirty. Taysom Hill is thirty. Yeah. He's 30 years My old. God. So yeah, there's not really a future when his entire thing is on athleticism. Yeah. And he goes out there hitting the shit out of people too. That's one thing I've been really impressed with him. He goes mm-hmm. there and he lowers his shoulder, and he he generates a whole lot of force. So, I mean, he's like a special teamer, right? Yeah, That's he's out there gunnery. Yeah, he's been a specialist for like um, most of his career now. And then he got opportunities to like last couple of years to play as running back, wide receiver, tight end. Like, all also, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's what earns him the $10 million a year. Because you have to understand he goes through like every meeting. Like there's a meeting for special teams. There's a meeting for tight ends. There's a meeting for wide receivers. There's a meeting for quarterbacks. And he attends all those meetings. And he has to memorize every play of basically the playbook, right? So being able to play all those positions is pretty difficult. And I think yeah, sure, that's actually that's a good. Fair. That's fair. The money is kind of I don't know. Um, I mean, I think I, I don't blame them for paying him that much for what he's doing. Like no one else has been able to do that. So. That's true. And it also seems like when they do decide to bring him in on like third and shorts, like when when Breeze is uh, healthy, obviously, when they bring him in on third and shorts, it's uh, like from what I see, it's like a guaranteed um, first down conversion. Um, and that's like that's like not easy to do, right? Um, like they know when you bring in Taysom Hill, it's going to be a run up the middle or like um, just straight, yeah, straight up the gut, and he's able to convert it every single time, which is yeah, um, yeah. He's effective when like he is used, which is why they keep him. In I just, small spurts. It's just a lot of yeah. money for someone yeah. you don't have for to someone use you don't know, like because he's like he's like you know like a seventy out of a hundred at each position. You add that up, that's two hundred and ten, which is twenty one million. So oh, hey, <laughs> they did the math <laughs> off the dome, baby. Off the dome. All right, let's talk about the Chiefs and the Bucks. Another this is interesting game. Uh, I'm surprised it was this close. It didn't feel this close. It felt like Kansas City was just winning the whole way when. Uh, Mahomes and Tyreek have that connection. Not much you can do. You know? There's nothing you can do. He's fast. He's strong. Uh, there's a lot you can do, actually. Uh, you double-team him, and that's exactly what the Bucks did after the first quarter when they realized, oh, this Tyreek Hill guy is kind of good. And then he got... Well, he only <laughs> got 60 <laughs> yards uh, the rest of the three quarters. But and you double him, and then you're, you're, screwed with t- t- uh, you're screwed with Travis Kelsey. 
I, I mean, I yeah, said this. I, I'm just saying that's that's how you stop Hill. I didn't I didn't say anything about the <laughs> Chiefs weapons. Defensive coordinator Andy's out. Um, yeah. I mean, I said this last time. It's like they're technically, technically, they're always open, dude. Yeah. Like, with Patrick Mahomes, like even the first touchdown he had, like not many quarterbacks can throw that. But to Patrick Mahomes, that's wide open. Like. By his standards, it's wide open. The long one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just chucked it. He just chucked it. And Tyreek underthrew him. He underthrew him. So yeah, but Tyreek's so much faster. He's gonna get it, right? So yeah. So that's tough. I guess they're just trying to, you know, keep him not tired and risk of injury, dude. Keep him spry. Yeah. (laughs) Why waste that against the Jets when you can just have Patrick Mahomes do other shit against the Jets? Exactly. I didn't even have Patrick Mahomes play against the Jets. They just benched him. That would have been a good, nice Chad Henney game. I would like that. I mean, also, like, okay, so, like, the sad thing is, like, Tyreek, okay, Tyreek blows off. He gets, like, 170 yards or something in the first quarter. 200, I think. 203 in the first quarter. And two And I'm just, like, I'm thinking, okay, he's not going to touch the ball for the next game. Like, why would he, right? And for the next quarter, most of it, they double-team him, triple-team him, do whatever they can to stop him. And then, eventually, the Chiefs, you know, use Travis Kelsey, whatever other means they can. And they move the ball as well. And they get to, like, the 20-yard line. And now the Bucks are like, okay, he's on the 20-yard line. Do we need to double Tyreek? Let's put him on single coverage. And the first time they put him on single coverage, Patrick throws it right to Tyreek for a 20-yard touchdown, dude. They simply can't, like, one play. They don't even get one play not to double-team the guy. <laughs> this guy straight up scores, dude. There's literally nothing you, know, you can it's do. Just, it's just for a Raiders fan, you, you seem to love the Chiefs offense. and the yeah, Andy, Chiefs I'm complaining here. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I, it didn't sound like you were complaining. When you complain about something this beautiful, you must have some joy in your voice. I understand, Ishas. There's nothing you can do, dude. Like, there's nothing sorry. you can do. Like, uh, you know, I can't hate the Chiefs. They beat us in the Super Bowl because they were better than us. I'm like... You can't hate that. Patrick Williams is just really, really, really good at basketball. I mean, football. Yeah, like you can't complain about talent. You can't complain. <laughs> I'm sure he is good at basketball. He's probably good, good at basketball, basketball too. Yeah. yeah. No, he played. Uh, I think he played in high school too. Um, all these guys no. play in high school, Andy. Baseball. Uh, yeah. All that. Uh, On the other but, side, Brady. Well, before we go, that I just I just want to sh- say that I'm happy that we finally saw a 50 point fantasy game. I've been waiting for that since, like... Yeah, let's just I've say been... uh, this week some fantasy owners had an uphill battle. Uphill. <laughs> <laughs> uphill. <laughs> uphill. Oh, that's good, Ishis. That's good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, How long did it take you in the middle of your tears to come up with that? Oh, I've been playing this for, like, weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, other side of the ball. Um, Bucks. I think they... Okay, like... They looked. It looked like they were trying to be a Brady offense better than Week Eleven when they lost to the Rams by the same score, actually twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, but I mean, it's still like I still think they need to run the ball more. Like, what are they doing? Why aren't they? Dude, they it literally like I feel like we discussed. It looks like that offense that Jameis was running last year. Like. It, okay, that was I would say against the Rams, it looked like Jameis' offense. This week, it looked a little better because I feel like Brady was straight up just like not throwing the ball deep like Arians wanted him to. Like uh, there was so much uh, connection between Gronk and Brady this week. Actually, yeah, I saw that. Looked, it was. Very, I also very really, really liked what uh, Romo said. I don't, you guys probably heard it. It was all over the internet. It, he, he was basically saying in Bruce Arians' offense, you do all the reading post snap, and that is like anti Brady. They don't even do any motions. Allow him to, you know just get a handle on the defense and use that vast, vast mental encyclopedia that he has, right? That's his strength at this point. He's not going to wow you with his processing speed. He's been so good at processing because he's been able to have the answers to the test beforehand. That's literally what he said before the season. He said, playing at 
40 plus is like having all the answers to the test. Why would I stop now? Except if they don't That's let such you. That's a good quote, dude. If they don't let you, you know, use the, the solution guide, yeah. <laughs> then how are you supposed to do so it? Then you're running out of time. You're running out of time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, Tom Brady, you'd think they'd use the play action, right? Like, they have Ronald Jones. He is a boozer back, and he's very good at what he does. They don't use it at all. I mean, they did it twice. They did a play action like twice, and both times they got like a 30 yard gain, 30 plus gain. Because it opens, it gives Tom Brady time to like scan the field and find passes. There was no like not much quick throws, you know, not much, you know, motions or anything to scan or see what the defense is coming with. It was just like Tom Brady dropping back and then like waiting for him like to find someone open, which isn't his strong suit. It's not what he's it's not what he did in New England. It's really not what he's been doing his entire career. So it's just not a good look. Yeah. They gotta I, I like that it was pretty interesting how the Romo commentary like his entire it felt like the whole first quarter he was just like shitting on Arians. Mm-hmm. That was I I think I also saw something else in that game. Um, they put up a uh, they put up a nice uh, infographic about first year quarterbacks or not first year quarterbacks yeah, under like Bruce quarterbacks Arians. under the first year of Bruce Arians and they are very turnover prone. Mm, so yeah. like I, I I don't like like I don't think it's Brady's fault like um. I think this is something that has to do with Bruce Arians' offense, and maybe it's a little bit harder to learn. I don't know how hard it can be for Brady to learn, but I think uh, Bruce Arians definitely needs to adjust something to play to Tom's Tom's strengths, right? Like, yeah. like you have all the answers. Like, why not use them? I think they're they're going on bye this week, so it should be interesting. Like, they have a very late bye, um, so that would probably be helpful. Also, considering they had a weird off season. Um, I mean, we'll see. They played four yeah. very soft defenses to close out the year. So, why is it really nice this late? Imploded. Yeah, yeah. Week twelve buy and week four buys are the earliest and latest. And no, it's because of COVID. They have to move Co- yeah, because there's games got rescheduled. Rare. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was probably early in the season. Then. Also, this is neither good news nor bad news. But Antonio Brown's uh, hearing got postponed to next to twenty twenty one December twenty one. December twenty twenty one. So he'll be a, he'll be a free agent next year, then, huh? Yes, yeah, so he'll be playing next year as well. And he'll be some other fantasy manager's headache issues. Yeah, or it will be you again. It'll be a tough, tough it'll, decision. It'll be him. You're addicted to the abusive just relationship. Can't get enough you abusive relationship. Can't. Speaking uh, speaking of Ishis and abusive relationships, I am sad to see that you parted ways with AJ Green. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, well, okay, wait, 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 wait. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Don't you mean Adriel Jeremiah Green? Yeah, at least use his real name. God. Put his full name. On. <laughs> Put some respect on the man. Uh, all right, speaking let's move over. Also ravaged by uh, by COVID. Yeah, yeah. So the Ravens Steelers game got postponed by literally six days um and the ravens had all this extra time to figure out how to lose and they did i didn't think trace mcsorley was one of their secret weapons yeah (laughs) but i mean all right it was it made it interesting but pittsburgh still won stays undefeated they are now 11 and 0 and baltimore six and five uh it's rough dude it's rough I think at this point last season, the eight and one or no, maybe ten and one Niners or eleven and one Niners played against like the ten and two Ravens, like and then now look at these teams, right? <laughs> like Jesus, what a fall! Five and six yeah. and six and five. Yeah, and honestly, I'd rather be the Niners than the Ravens right now because the Ravens look like really, really bad. I mean, their defense is held strong. 
So that's, same, same here, right? Both these defenses yeah, yeah, actually, that's true. are just still intact and maintaining, but the quarterbacks have taken steps back. The offense is no longer as good at running the ball. Like, There's a lot of similarities here. I don't put any stock in this game for the Ravens offense, though. Yeah, sure. Um, but like, Pittsburgh defense. No, yeah. Griffin. Uh, did their real offense look, passing offense look Yeah, that's true, that's true. It's looked ugly. It has looked I mean, ugly. the thing is, like, when it comes to the Niners, like, we're comparing those two. The Niners, like, at least the play calling one, what Kyle Shan is coming up with looks good, and it makes sense <laughs> with yeah. what they have. They're, like, mostly it's injuries right now. That's what they're dealing with on offense, at least, and on defense. The defense for the Ravens has been good, but the offense, I don't think there's that many injuries. Yeah, yes, they're left tackle, but, I mean, Lamar hasn't looked good, and I think with the wins that they had last year and how they were doing it, I think defenses just looked at more film and just like spent like a lot more time game planning for this, and that why that's what made it hard for them this year to you know do the I same thing. I think things. maybe this might have been aided by the presence of analytics a little bit, just because it's so obvious when you look at Lamar Jackson's completion chart, it's not obvious how to stop his running game as as far as film wise. But once you look at his completion chart, you realize that he's literally like eighty percent between the numbers and twenty percent outside of the numbers. So combined with that and combined with, you know, old ways people used to guard quarterback runs, you know, they, they, they developed a solution. But I don't think this happens, like, in the past, to be honest. No, I think it's a specific situation with what Lamar has. Like, obviously, this is not going to happen to Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or anyone else because they're, like, it's so much harder to stop a quarterback who can throw all over the field than, you know, a quarterback who can just only throw between them in numbers, right? So yep. he's definitely a one-sided. Uh, One-trick pony. One-trick pony, yep. Yeah. Uh, Steelers. Steelers is defense. We'll go defense first. Steelers defense is still very, very good. That's number in the one. League? Number one. Number one. Until proven otherwise, and they haven't lost. So it's true. It's true. You cannot argue with an undefeated record. Just talk to the Bubble Suns, <laughs> um, who were in fact argued with. <laughs> Uh, but they lost Bud Dupree today, so now they don't have Devin Bush and Bud Dupree. That's kind of a big deal. Not ideal, but like you know, could always be worse. They still have big three of Hayward, Stephon Tuit, and TJ Watt, as well as Minka on the back end. So they're big boys. Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden got a pick six today. Joe oh, yeah. Hayden. I still yeah, think I'm of him as a Browns Steelers. player. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I'm looking at the Steelers' schedule, um, at least like the games that they've played. And like, I think the really only times they've been tested are against the Ravens, and then they played the Titans once. Like, they were very, very the, tested against the Cowboys. They almost lost the game if it wasn't for a phantom roughing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I feel like this is this has got to be one of the worst like 11, 11 and 0 teams. <laughs> in they also were tested by the. I forgot the Jacksonville. name. Jacksonville. No, wasn't not, it Jacksonville? No, no, no. no, 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 no. It was Jacksonville. It was Jacksonville. Jacksonville and Denver. Sorry, it was Denver. With Jacksonville. No, it was not It wasn't Jacksonville. It wasn't Jacksonville. It was Denver week two. With like their third or fourth string quarterback. And they had a chance at the 20-yard line to win the game. So like, I mean, sure, they're 11-0. I think a lot of that comes from defense. They just won't let them lose games. But like their offense hasn't been spectacular. So coming up for the Steelers, um, we have uh, after this week, which is Washington, they play Buffalo. Uh, they're going to play the Colts and also the Browns. So it's three good teams. Three, eight and three teams? Or one, seven uh, and four? Huh? Seven, seven and three for Buffalo. But yeah. Okay. Um, and Colts are seven and four. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, three good teams. So we'll see. 
that'll be a good test, I guess. To also, the, I mean, when it comes to the schedule thing, I don't think like if okay, it doesn't matter. You could have the easiest schedule in the in a, in the world, but like if you go eleven and zero, sure, like, sure, sure, not yeah, any the, team can do that, right? So like, yeah, like it's still being a hard consistent, thing. being consistent with like yeah, like at least showing up every single week, like is is something that's like really really hard to do. Um, but like they're like a what one phantom roughing the passer call away from being like you know ten one right so like of course props to the Steelers and like mainly their defense for being so damn good all season but like this is there's not a whole lot of fear there's some yeah, fear there's, there's, there, a... there's definitely some fear like don't get me wrong they're eleven and zero for a reason right but I still think like the Chiefs are um would would be favored in a game the Chiefs are scary man yeah the Chiefs yeah. instill fear the the Steelers yeah. don't. I feel like this is last year, except you're replacing the Niners with the Steelers now, right? And then, I mean, people had doubts about that last year, even though no, the Niners were beating I, everyone. I thought the nine, I thought the Niners were instilling fear in people, like their defense. I mean, like, the thing I, is, I thought... was like post, post the, 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 the narrative around the Niners when we were eight and knows we hadn't played anyone, which is whatever. But like then we lost the Seahawks, and then we really started getting our respect when we killed the Packers, and like that's a statement game against a really good team. And then the Saints win as well. And then the Saints win as well, and like a really good game against the Ravens. So then people started putting respect, but that was pretty late in the season. And uh, the Steelers haven't had that statement win, I don't think. I don't think you can count either of these Ravens games as statement wins. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Tennessee game in Week 7. Hey, even that was close. It went down sure, to the yeah. last play of the game, I think. Yeah. I think if they do the same thing against the Colts, well, granted, that's like Week 16. Mm-hmm. Um that would definitely turn some heads. A lot more fear, right? No, but yeah, a lot but... of people, including myself, were like, oh, I don't know if the Niners can keep up with the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are so explosive, you know. Maybe the Niners are just having, you know, a good season and, you know, eventually... No, but, like, the through. Niners' offense last year was number two overall behind the Ravens. And, like, this, the Steelers' offense this year is nowhere near that. That is true, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and it really just... You watch the games, it feels like the Chiefs are just... A cut Again, we say this every podcast. Like it's just practice. It's true though. It's facts. <laughs> it's just practice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk. Let's talk about some of the the wild card hunts then, because some games happened, like we talked about, that changed up some some playoff pictures. I have absolutely no idea who's going to win the NFC West. Like it's probably not going to be the Niners or Cardinals at this point. Yeah, too far like, back now. The Rams and the Seahawks. I mean, the Rams really want to tank. I guess. They just like this was a, if they won this game they'd have a stranglehold on the division but now the Seahawks are right there they have a matchup looming there's a whole bunch of NFC West crime happening in these next couple of weeks Rams play the Cardinals twice the Niners play the Seahawks and the Cardinals the Seahawks play the Rams I think once so there's like a whole a bunch of time for that division to shake up and the same thing could be said for the uh, NFC NFC East the king of the trash pile. Yeah, I take back what I said last time (laughs) about there should be a team from the NFC East in the playoffs. (laughs) I mean, this is just all going. It's 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 rough, dude. The Giants (laughs) are currently number one at four and seven. Uh, Wow, I still think Washington's winning. Daniel Jones, yeah, Daniel Daniel Jones is out. Yeah, Um, he got. I think he. It's not as bad. I don't know what the diagnosis is. But the problem is with the Washington football teams; they got swept by the Giants. So there's that. The Giants. Sorry, I just genuinely think that Washington will end with a better record than the Giants. Okay. So I don't think it matters. That's uh, that's at least one win away, so you can't yeah. count on me. <laughs> who, did, who did the Redskins beat? The Washington uh, who? football Washington team. Football I mean, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Washington football team. They beat uh, the Eagles week one. They beat the Cowboys just now. Um, they probably beat the 
Bengals. They beat the Bengals last uh, week. Yeah, yeah, last week. So okay. that's, that's three. So um, they're two and zero. Oh, their last two. They're on a two game winning streak. Yeah, baby. Who else do they? Wait, let me see this. There's only one uh, more. They, the Cowboys. They beat the Cowboys. Um, smacked the Cowboys actually. They beat the Cowboys uh, twice. They beat the Cowboys twice. Um, twice. Uh, yeah, twice, twice. Yeah, yeah. they beat them twice. Uh, yeah. Wow. And then look, and then and then you look at the Giants. The Giants beat the Bengals, and then they beat the Eagles. And I want to say they beat the Redskins twice. Yeah, I mean, like, look at look at the Washington football team. It's not like either team. These teams have literally beat the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Cowboys and the the Bengals. Giants have beat the yeah. They both beat the Bengals, and then the Giants beat the Reds, the Washington team twice, and they beat you know the Eagles once. So like, it's a it's a point of like someone has to win, right? It's not their yeah. winning games; it's someone has to win. Someone, someone has, has to, to win the game between the Giants and the Bengals, and it came down to the last play—a sack fumble. So it was really close. Okay. Anyway, I think the Saints and the Packers are you know written in sharpie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bucks, I think I think they'll get one of the wild card seeds for. It sure. would require them to have a hell of a collapse. You know, they yeah, did go from seven and two to seven and five, though, which is a hell of a collapse. It's true, but they got a bye week now, so we'll see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Cardinals losing to the Pats does not help their cause, but they're still at number seven right now. Mm-hmm. So, is there a shot that all Bucks uh, I guess if, the, if the Bucks make it? Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's I think three, mm-hmm. three maybe. Yeah, it'll be three. possible. It'll be three, it's yeah. gonna be three. I don't trust the and if there's And if there's uh, an eighteen playoff, then uh, all playoff. four of them are making it. Yeah, but that's not as fun, you know. Yeah, yep. it has to be like actual. Yeah. What if it's it like right. a play-in, well, like you had in the NBA? <laughs> I know it can't happen because like you have to have such a big gap between games. But like, what if you had to play in between the seven and eight seed? That'd be cool. Cardinals Niners again. Yeah, literally. Um. All right, so let's go to the AFC then. Um, Steelers Chiefs talked about it. That's uh, that's set in stone there. Titans take that third spot after beating the Colts, and then the Bills are currently in the lead in the AFC East. I think is that set in stone as well. It's no, I mean the the, the Dolphins half game back, right? Oh, the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins I mean, are one four. game. Yeah, the, the Dolphins are seven and four. The Bills are seven and three. Dude, if the game. Dolphins win the division, that would be too much. A year, like a year ago, who would have thought? Yeah. So the Bill. Oh, okay. The Bills are playing the Niners, the Steelers, the. Pats and the Dolphins. So, oh, I, okay. I, I'm thinking the like the, going last four. game of the season. They're going on four. I mean, the Dolphins <laughs> have to play the Chiefs still. So, mm. I mean, yeah, but they're playing Cincinnati, and then they're playing the, the, the Raiders. Are you the Raiders? <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an automatic loss for the automatic. Uh, Browns and Colts to top tier wild card. In. Yeah, poor yeah. guys, man. They're they're eight and three, and they're questionable. And the goddamn Giants. The goddamn Cowboys are still in their race, man. Three and eight, baby. Uh, the Pats have made their case. They made their case. Uh, hopefully, Cam can turn it around. But they're technically in the race right now, as are the Raiders and the Ravens. Um, of those three, who do you think has the best shot? Of what? Just making the playoffs. Just making the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I, I guess actually so... even that won't be enough. Between the Dolphins, Pats, Raiders, and and Ravens. I would pick the Dolphins. Dolphins. I would pick the Ravens. The Ravens. Ravens. I think the Ravens, the Ravens. and the the, Ra- the Ravens and the Ra- look at the Ravens schedule real quick. Just look at it. I've been oh, waiting yeah, for this no, the entire season. We went through this. Yeah, we it's went through Giants. This last week. I think Philly. 
Cowboys, uh, Browns, Jags, Ravens, Bengals. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. Yeah, there we go. So that's a whole lot of wins. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Unfortunately for the Raiders, yeah. It's true. Um, Yeah, looking at the Raiders' schedule, so we play the Jets. Colts is going to be tough. Uh, Chargers, Broncos, and then Dolphins. I could realistic, realistically maybe three and two. Yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be... I think yeah, I think you could pencil in the Ravens. Ravens or the know. Dolphins. I don't trust the Dolphins. That's why. So, especially with the you know the, the the last time we tuned into them, they were benching Tua for some unknown reason. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't forget uh, about Fitz Magic though. Fitz Magic hit this week though against the Jets, twenty to three. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's fine though. It won't it won't even matter because the Pats are gonna finish five and zero. Oh, so. Mm. Don't worry about it. Mm, yeah. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. Honestly, the big yeah, thing both. is who gets that first round by <laughs> between the Steelers, yeah, and the Steelers and the Chiefs. Yeah, I think I think the Chiefs go down uh, either to the those one of those three teams. There's no way they they make it out of here, and I don't see the Chiefs losing another game. So it's going to be fifteen and one to fifteen and one, and then we'll see some neat tiebreakers. Flip a coin. Yeah, imagine a fifteen and one team not getting. What is the what by. is the next? Um, what is the next? Like you, they don't have head to head. So what is the next thing? It's like strength of schedule in division. Yeah, it, would, it, would go, it, it would be a conference record because they're not in the same division. So, and the tie, the the Steelers would probably lose to someone in the conference, right? Either the Browns, but, the Colts, or the. I mean, but the, the Chiefs also lost to the Raiders. Yeah. So Ooh, dude, they they one one. Oh. So then it might go to division record if I. Oh, so if the if the Steelers lose to the okay, if yeah. the Steelers lose, lose to the Browns, then you have like another. It'll, it'll be strength of schedule. It'll be winning percentage of the teams that you beat. But they're yeah. both fifteen and one, then, so it'll turn out if the Raiders, the, if the Raiders end up the with Chiefs, the same then. record versus the Browns, then wait, is it is it strength of schedule versus like wait, how does it work? Who, who did you who did you beat? What's the record you, of the people you beat? Oh, yeah. okay, okay, all right. I don't the think Raiders the Raiders better. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Oh man, we could see some crazy time. Yeah, we could see some crazy shit. It would be fun. That's why yeah. I said. All right, that's what we're hoping for. Uh, all right, real quick. Next week, Browns and Titans will be a good game. Um, Bills Niners. Bills Niners. Cardinals Rams. Watch them. Why is Packers Eagles on here? Uh, playoff implications. Because uh, playoff implications. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally playoff implications. <laughs> I have no choice, dude. Like, what was it, dude? They're in the playoffs. Like. <laughs> We don't want them to be there. They're in the hunt, dude. They're they're in the hunt, bro. They are in the hunt. They're currently sharpening their tools as we speak. (laughs) Sharpening their tools. We can't even talk about DK. DK went, I think, eleven for one seventy-seven against the Eagles. He just seems to shit all over the Eagles. Oh yeah, he did that in the playoffs last year, right? Yeah. Yep. And and when they played him in the regular season, so dude, last year they had two games at uh, Philadelphia that both ended up seventeen to nine. Yeah, yeah, and the score of the all- game was also seventeen to nine. At some point, damn it, Roy, God, yeah, <laughs> oh, stop stealing its lines. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can check that link in Spotify. Uh, we'll be back with more NFL, of course, more NBA stuff. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Russell for John Wall. Oh my God. In did we not round. talk? We we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. It was a potential. But... Yeah. But imagine, yeah, I was I was saying, imagine trading Harden for John Wall would be like Hopkins for David Johnson. Yeah. Man, John. How did Wall. they get a first round pick out of that too? I don't know, dude. Wait, who got? 
Oh, okay. Houston, right. Houston, Houston, Houston. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll talk about it at some point, probably. So uh, keep an eye out for it. But other than that, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya.